0: welcome to the what if i fly podcast my name is chloe megan i'm a registered nurse mom certified personal trainer and your new bestie when it comes to all things personal development leadership business health and fitness i'm obsessed with helping you live authentically and lead fearlessly i'm going to teach you how to address challenges with confidence thrive outside of your comfort zone chase your dreams and crush your goals even if it means doing it scared You already have everything required to soar all you need is a little push and i'm calling first dibs let's get started welcome back frequent flyers today we're going to be kind of shifting gears towards talking about a different topic normally i talk about personal development or leadership and this is kind of like a blend of all those plus fitness thrown in i get a lot of questions especially with the content that i post on instagram how did you start How did you get over actually getting to the gym how did you get over the fear of being in the gym and so i thought it'd be really great to kind of share some of my tips and tricks that i have for actually getting in the gym and then staying there especially when you're a newbie because i think it can be so overwhelming and so just frustrating in the beginning because you know what you want and you know what you're trying to accomplish but it's just Having the courage to get to that point to where you physically are taking action. I think that's what we all struggle with. And especially if you're postpartum or if you're a mom in general, you're struggling with trying to find the balance between, you know, giving to yourself, being able to fill up your own cup, and then also just feeling like you're in the right spot in general, because it can be kind of overwhelming when you're looking and comparing yourself to other people that are on Instagram and they just completely bounce back from, you know, their pregnancy or a surgery or whatever. A lot of that stuff isn't reality. So we kind of have to separate it in our brains and just focus on ourselves and our own personal goals and what it is that we're trying to envision for ourselves and then the action behind that. So this is just going to give you sort of like a blueprint. And I'm just hoping that it's going to be really helpful for all my ladies out there who really want to get in the gym, but don't really know where to start and don't really know how to get past that fear and that anxiety that comes with, with starting your fitness journey. So starting your fitness journey from scratch is really going to be about overcoming that gym anxiety or just being able to get started. A little bit of a life update. We are actually leaving for Alaska later this week. So by the time you hear this, I will probably be on a plane and we are so excited. We're just wrapping up all the final details because we'll be going as a family. So the three of us, and I've never taken my daughter this far before. So should definitely be interesting. But let's jump right in because today's topic has to be addressed. And I've been wanting to talk on this point for a while, because it's almost weekly that someone close to me uses the reason for gym anxiety as their why for not feeling comfortable enough to walk into a gym. So we got to get you to the other side of that. We ain't got time for that stuff, girl. So let's jump right in. It's pretty daunting, right? You pull up to the gym and suddenly your mind is bombarded with a million thoughts. Everything from, I definitely don't look like the fitness influencer that had these yoga pants on to, what the hell is a lat pull down? Some buff dude walks past your car and you're feeling even more overwhelmed that you aren't fit enough, and I use quotation marks for that, to even be there. And we've all been there. I, we've all had that feeling. I know that I definitely have, especially in the beginning. And if I could think of the number one thing that held me back from starting my fitness journey... It was feeling like I didn't belong at the one place that I knew could heal me the most. I let negative thoughts that came from my own delusions about who was actually qualified to go to the gym in the first place, stall the process of beginning. And today I want to talk about starting your fitness journey from scratch and give you some of my own personal tips for overcoming that gym anxiety. You don't have to feel this way, so I want to give you five of my biggest tips to help you conquer those fears and get you feeling confident in your skin, especially when you're at the gym or you're starting your fitness journey in general. So tip number one, start small. Begin with short gym sessions and gradually increase the duration and intensity of your workouts. You gotta lower your expectations when you're just starting. The fact that you're overwhelmed should tell you that you're trying to accomplish way too much right now, right out the gate. Baby steps might be small, but you are still moving forward. Isn't that the goal? Babies don't just get up and start walking without any issues. They crawl, or if they skip crawling, they attempt to pull themselves up first and then progressively move into learning how to walk. They fall. But they learn how to build those muscles, which gives them the strength to improve. Before you know it, they're running around like crazy and you're wondering why you were honestly so stressed out about their walking timeline. It's like immediate regrets for feeling that way. But you're like that baby. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about when someone is trying to create a new habit of going to the gym, you don't just walk in and do an entire workout expecting nothing but perfection. It is takes time. So here's what I want you to do. It's my thrive in five process for getting comfortable with going to the gym. Day one, get dressed in your gym clothes and after an hour, take them off. That's easy enough, right? Now, day two, you're going to get dressed in your gym clothes, and then you're going to drive to the gym. Don't get out. Don't do anything besides just chill in your car. You can look around, hang out for 10 minutes, and then you leave simple day three get dressed in your gym clothes and then drive to the gym this time you're going to walk in and just walk around if it makes you feel better pop your headphones into your ears and go for a stroll in your own gym look around familiarize yourself with where everything is so you know right where to go when you get there next time now day four get dressed go to the gym put your headphones in tune everyone out Walk in, you find the treadmill, and you walk for 10 minutes. And I'm not talking like a fast-paced jog or a run or you're like you're trying to run for a marathon. No, just walk. Pace yourself for 10 minutes, and then you get off, and then you leave. Now, day five, this is where it all happens, where it all comes together. You get dressed, you go to the gym, you put your headphones in, you walk in, you get on the treadmill because you already know where it is. Woo! You walk for 10 minutes, get off, and then find another piece of equipment. And something that isn't complicated, something easy like leg curls or leg press or leg extensions or even the Stairmaster. If you know how to do bench, do bench. And you just do that for five minutes and then you leave. Even better, if you have a sauna or a walking track at your gym, go to the sauna afterwards. Go walk for a little bit. It's that simple. Wash, rinse, repeat. See how easy that was? You set yourself up for a huge letdown when you think that you're gonna conquer the world on day one, because I have news for you. Nobody started going to the gym and immediately began lifting like Arnold. The effects of your habits will multiply, much like compound interest, as each little change you make builds up. And over time, getting dressed, heading to the gym, and walking in becomes as natural of a part of your day as brushing your teeth or taking a shower. Starting small leads to big results. So moving on to tip number two, find a gym buddy. Having a workout partner can help you feel less alone and make going to the gym more enjoyable. And sometimes this is easier said than done. I know I have personally struggled for years and I mean years to find someone that wanted to go to the gym with me. Most of the time other people are feeling just as overwhelmed at the idea of going to the gym as you are and don't have the same courage as you for wanting to get started. And that's okay. If you can't find a buddy, ask your gym if they offer any group classes. They're honestly not as scary as you probably think that they are. And it's a great way to meet new people that already have or want to have the lifestyle you're trying to chase. I know I personally am so grateful for trying out a spin class because I ended up getting really close with the instructor. I can say that she was a big reason I continued to show up as her encouragement and the little speeches and the music that we listened to during class. And the support that she gave me, even when I wasn't there, she'd check in on me and make sure that I was okay and that I was still going to be coming and really held me accountable. And that was pivotal for my beginner mindset. I want to also throw this in here as well. If your significant other, your spouse, your partner, whoever is not interested in going to the gym, you can still go to the gym. For me, my husband doesn't like the gym. He doesn't like going. I've tried everything I can to get him there and at first I really took that personal I took it as him not wanting to be supportive of my journey or just even have that habit of going to begin with and for a little bit I started blaming myself as if I was trying to achieve something that I shouldn't have been and that might all sound crazy but it really affected me in the beginning and I let it hold me back you can't let that stop you No matter what anybody else is doing, I don't care if every single one of your friends doesn't want to go to the gym. You need to still go. It's for you. It's for, not for other people. It doesn't matter if your spouse wants to do it. It's about what you need and what you want and how you are trying to take care of your body. Don't let that stop you. I had to mention that because I'm sure I'm not alone I'm sure that there's other people, other women that go through that and don't have that support from their spouse in that sense. And that's not to say that he doesn't support me through his words or by purchasing me gym clothes and like he supports me in other ways, but he doesn't personally find the gym effective. I don't like to work out at home. I feel like the gym is a very supportive, encouraging, loving environment, at least the gym that I go to. That's on him, but that's not going to stop me from placing myself in the gym where I know that I'm going to have the best pump and the best overall workout and I'm going to be feeling great and I love hopping in that sauna and I love going for a walk afterwards. I just love all of it. So just want to throw in that little bit of encouragement. Something you can always do too is ask around when it come, we're coming back to the workout buddy. Co-workers friends family and acquaintances at church even don't be afraid to see what others are doing and if they'd be interested in joining you for a sweat sesh. I have also found that most gyms offer a free day pass which makes it easily accessible for everyone to check it out. And you never know what sort of positive impact you could have on someone else that you know just by inviting them along. I've actually had the reverse effect happen to me as well, where I invited somebody to my gym and they were like, Hey, you should actually check out this pole fitness class, or you should check out this CrossFit event that we have coming up. And that just gave me even more people to network with. These are all people that are doing the things that you want to do. So make those connections and don't be afraid. If nothing works and you hate group classes and your friends would rather spoon their eyeballs out than go work out. And you find yourself doing bench presses with no spotter, please don't do that. You always have the option, if you're financially able to, to hire a personal trainer. Most gyms that I've been to offer them at an affordable price and will even give you discounted rates if you purchase more than one session with them. And this doesn't have to be a forever thing either. If you can only afford it for a short period of time, then do that. It's an investment for your own health and your own well-being, and that's something you can't really put a price on. If you were to compare the amount of money that you spend at Starbucks every week, or that you spend at Target every week on those things that you really don't need, this is something that is going to improve your health. It's gonna act like a launching pad for your success. So it really just boils down to your priorities. What's important to you? What are you willing to give up so you can have something else? Hiring a personal trainer, or even utilizing an online coach for that matter, can make your gym anxiety decrease because you not only have a plan to follow, But you have someone correcting your form giving you constructive feedback and offering support when you'll truly need it the most all right moving right along to tip number three and this is a big one plan ahead prepare your gym bag and outfit the night before to avoid last minute stress and anxiety this part is huge completing any task without a plan can mean the difference of feeling great and having detrimental results in the long run The second biggest reason I kept myself away from a gym and feeling stuck was the fact that when I actually got to the gym, I, number one, had no freaking clue what I was doing. And number two, I felt like if I actually tried to use a machine or attempt something, I was going to do it wrong and be so incredibly embarrassed that I couldn't ever come back. We've all seen viral videos where someone is using a piece of equipment in a way that mm, only Spider-Man could have come up with. Here's the good part. You're not alone and there are so many resources out there to help you feel prepared, the environment, especially the fitness environment in which everybody's being brought up in is so different from when I first started. It's crucial that you have your gym bag ready, your clothes set out so that you can see them and that way, you know, if you decide to not go to the gym, it's kind of triggering. It's all right there in front of your face. You know exactly which playlist you're hitting start on as well, by the way, you got to have that music ready to go. But even more importantly, having a plan for what you will actually set out to accomplish while you're there can be a world of a difference for your confidence and your consistency. I brought up how having an online coach with a program will help, but if you can not afford that, then there's other options. Number one, There are apps out there that will show you exactly how to perform an exercise properly with the correct form. And I'll link my personal favorites in the show notes, but ones that come to mind at the moment include Trainerize and FitBod, and you can get those in your app store. You can create your own program according to the muscle group that you're targeting, and it really helps you feel empowered knowing that you aren't wasting your time or feeling like you're making a fool out of yourself, even though we all do it at one point or another. I've definitely gotten smacked in the face by more than one piece of equipment and it was not fun, but you just kind of laugh it off. And then half the time you look around and nobody's even looking at you because nobody cares that you're there. So number two for planning ahead, drown your Instagram and personal trainers that actually know what they're doing and what they're talking about as well. I'll link some of my favorites in the show notes with those apps, but following them will give you the ability to pull up a regimen that they're completing in real time. I also don't want to encourage following the influencers that change up their regimen every single day because that's not how you're going to get stronger you have to do progressive overload and what that means is doing the same simple not overly complicated exercises every week and then gradually increasing that weight and those reps and those sets over time because that's how you build muscle that's not this is for for you when you're new and you're just trying to get comfortable going through the entire movement to begin with. So that's what I'm really trying to encourage you to do. And remember that it's so important to follow people that are good for your mental health and then aren't just showing you made up things that make you feel like shit about yourself because you don't wanna get hurt. If you get hurt, it's gonna set you back even more and I don't want that to happen. So you just are trying to build your confidence and I feel like with you following people that are actually showing you the right way to do things, They're having a good time. They're using correct form and they're making you feel encouraged and not make you feel like shit about your body. Those are the people that you need to follow and that that's just as important. So tip number four is to just put your headphones in. I know that seems simple, but focus on yourself, remind yourself why you started going to the gym and the benefits it brings to your physical and your mental health. And I hate to tell you this because it's going to sound harsh but nobody gives a shit about you. So let me explain, walk into the gym at any given time. And there's going to be a multitude of people that are there. Unless, of course you're like me and enjoy working out when the seniors arrive after bingo wraps up, which means the handful of grandmas and grandpas could really not care less about your Bulgarian split squats. And if it helps you go to the gym when there's nobody there, I find that if you go around noon, noon to two o'clock there's literally no one there if that makes you feel better then go it doesn't matter when you go it just matters that you went at all that variety of people will come from all walks of life that are in the gym you'll see every age every race ethnicity gender but you want to know what they all have in common even with you they're there to work out whatever their deep underlying reason is there's a 99.9% chance that those human beings around you really just want a good pump. They want to improve themselves mentally, physically, emotionally. They're there for their cardiovascular health. They're trying to build muscle and lose fat or see their friends that are also there to do the same thing. They're probably also there because their doctor told them to be there. They're trying to avoid having osteoporosis or maybe they already do have it. I know that the demographic in my gym is a lot of seniors and I've seen people in wheelchairs working out that can't use from their waist down. I mean, it's incredible. A lot of them come in on one big bus. If they can do it, then so can you. They are literally doing what you are there to do. They're there for the same exact reason. So quit worrying so much about them. Nobody cares that you don't have makeup on or that you have no clue what you're doing or that you didn't realize that you had a pair of underwear stuck to the back of your shirt. And you can thank the dryer and science for that one. Focus on yourself and what you are there to do, handle your business and get out. And if it really bothers you that much, don't make eye contact with anyone. Don't look around at people, focus on what piece of equipment you are trying to use. You don't have to do that, especially at this point, in your journey over time, though, you'll come to find out that there's actually a lot of sweet people at the gym that are cheering you on and they're supporting you in the background. Heck, you might even make some new friends while you're there. And if you've ever had continuous negative experiences, and I would say it's maybe time to find a new place to work out. A gym should be a safe space for you an environment that's conducive to getting swole, breaking a sweat and feeling those endorphins. So last but not least, tip number five, just take a deep breath. I know, I know, if only it were that easy, but it actually is. Practicing relaxation techniques like deep breathing, visualization, or mindfulness exercises can calm your mind and reduce that anxiety before and during your gym sessions. And if you're a spiritual person, throwing a prayer up there wouldn't hurt either. You've been through plenty of hard things. Challenges are hurtled your way on a daily. Maybe money is tight. Maybe you hate your job. Maybe you and your spouse are going through it right now. Maybe your kids are getting on your last nerve. I know that mine does sometimes. Giving yourself a moment to just pause even briefly and remembering why you're doing this, let alone even able to have this freedom of going to the gym puts so much of life into perspective. Find your why write it on a sticky note and slap that sucker on your dashboard on your bathroom mirror shoot stick it on your forehead if you have to why do you want to do this what is your reason the fact that you've even decided to make this commitment is huge give yourself some credit will you life is hard and feeling like crap is hard and working out is hard and eating junk and then having zero energy and a bellyache is hard And choosing healthy options at a restaurant can be hard. That's the hardest thing for me. It's all hard. Choose your hard. Take a deep breath. Remember your why and get your ass to the gym. You won't regret it. And I'm so proud of you. Okay. So to wrap it all up, the five tips start small, find a gym buddy or a coach, plan ahead, focus on yourself. And finally, just take a deep breath. These few steps might seem strenuous at first, But once you've gotten through it, the rest really comes easier than you'd think. Keep showing up and the results will follow right behind. It's called discipline. You're pushing yourself even when you really don't want to. And that is where all of your progress is going to lie, is in that consistency, in that discipline, and it truly gets easier. I've personally been on my fitness journey for four or five years now. And it has gotten so much easier. And this is all the information that I wish that I would have had when I started because it would have saved me so much time and it would have gotten me to where I wanted to be so much quicker. If you haven't already, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at what if I fly podcasts, hop onto the Facebook group at frequent flyers club. Or if you want to follow my personal Instagram, where I post about fitness and personal development, encouragement, especially for mothers and women, it's at blonde and barbells. And everything will be linked in the show notes, you guys. So don't forget to check that out. And thank you so much for listening. I really hope that all this information helps you to just get to the gym and just get in there and get your work done. Take action. Quit holding yourself back. Remember to be intentional, be brave, be bold, and ask yourself, what if I fly? Bye. If you loved what you listened to here, leave a review. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you never miss out on new podcast episodes. Until next time.